Hey, welcome back, guys, to the FRS Anchor, FRS Hoops Anchor. I'm Adonis Dees. Here with me is Alex Cloje. I said your name right this time. Yeah, you did. I did. We are reviewing the OKC Jazz uh, game, which we thought that OKC would not go away. We thought LeBron James' game winner would be, like, the best storyline of the night. It's Russell Westbrook, right? O- Oklahoma City overcoming a 26 26- they were down 26. It's the third largest comeback in playoff history. Ever. And now the pressure is on Utah. Is it, though? Yes. I don't think Utah is Utah worried. Utah was ex- Utah isn't worried. If I'm Utah, I would have rather never been leading in the game, get blown out, than to be up 26, think you have it in the bag, lose. Guess what, though? OKC has to win in Utah still. You, okay. They got to go back to Utah. Oklahoma City is now free-rolling. They were free-rolling. Everybody was... Ex- Utah up 3-1. You, you had to figure that if they didn't win tonight, they were, gonna, they were still going to get another home game. Oklahoma City was dead to rights. And now you just get to play, you get to play carefree basketball. I think they found their strategy also. They found the formula. OKC did. What? Put Melo on the bench. How crazy is that, right? I... It hurt. It hurt me so bad to say that, but it it needed to happen. It's you got to you play faster. They play harder, more defense. They play smaller a little bit. That's what you need. Better defense, and that's what did it for them. That's how they. That's how they. They cut that lead down. Imagine Mello was on the bench the whole time. Yeah, that doesn't look good. <laughs> if you're Mello, you're. Yay, but like you really? go, oh, okay, oh, cool. Damn. No, I it's, guess. it's about the team. Yeah, yeah team yeah. game. <laughs> imagine, imagine when they traded for, for Melo, back in the summer. That seemed like a decade ago. Yeah, I mean, imagine trading for Melo and then saying, "Oh, by the way, once the playoffs come, and we're down three one, we're gonna bench. <laughs> we're you. gonna, you're gonna be on the bench. You're gonna be a, you're gonna be a sixth man, I and mean, we're gonna win." And we're going to succeed in doing so. This has been a pretty electric series so far, I think. I think people are starting to... It's nice for Utah, a team that flew under the radar a little bit. Like, we didn't... Like, nobody really got to see Utah yeah, in, the, in the stages. Because it's Utah. Yeah. You know, they get, like, two primetime games a year. And both against the Warriors. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, I don't know. I guess we'll just pit them up with the Warriors or whatever. Sure. And we, we've got a lot out of it. We've, we've gotten a lot out of this series. We've gotten... Some chippiness. We get to see Donovan Mitchell. We get to see resurgence, a resurgence by Ricky Rubio. Joe yeah. Ingles is having a, a, a good series, so he's been kind of on the map a little bit. And then even on the opposite side, a lot of flack's been thrown toward Russ, PG, yeah. Mello. A lot of it's been on Mello. A whole lot of it's been on Westbrook. Yes. As a as a player, as a leader, as a scorer, he puts up. 40. He's had a lot of criticism. He puts up forty-five, fifteen, and seven. And I know it sounds crazy, but after I, starting off horribly, he did not start well, off the, very the well entire at team. All. The entire I I just I know it sounds crazy, but if you're a team like Utah, I'm not going to say I don't know how you bounce back, but to go to sleep thinking you went home. I I think this is a what you like to say. Bury the tape. This is a bury it. Well, it's a lot. I think it's a lot easier said than done. Um, True, but that, but I guess we'll we'll get to see how good this Utah team really is, or if they are, that's if, true. If they crumble, this is a good test for Utah. 
If Utah blows a 3-1 lead, does it say more about Utah or OKC? Uh, I think it says a lot more about Utah than anything. I, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, Luke Wright and I discussed a few days ago. I said that Russell West. <laughs> I said that Russell Westbrook put it on himself because I yeah because, I agree with that because in Game Three, it wasn't like he was getting crossed up by Ricky Rubio. It wasn't like right. he got the better of of Russ. It was just he had I'm the gonna, show out game. Whatever. I'm gonna partially defend him on that. Here, well, here's the thing: in Game Three, we saw Ricky Rubio have a really really good game. He did. People were making it out to be like Ricky Rubio was getting the better of Russell Westbrook, when in reality right. it was just Russell. Ricky Rubio was the talk of the backcourt, right. not Russell Westbrook. That's how Russell took it, and it was like, and, that, and, well, and that's what I'm serious? saying. He was like appalled by it. Yeah, that's it, what that's what that, did, that came from. He didn't have. Well, my thing was is he didn't have to make it a he did it. Rubio versus Russ thing, but, but he did. Russ. And, and Ricky he's say what he wants. And once say. again, he fell flat in Game Four, when in reality. He could have totally bypassed the entire narrative right. and kept playing on. He brought it upon himself, and the Utah Jazz completely got the Thunder out of their game, and that was completely on the Thunder. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to say that. It I mean, and for, it, it had an effect on the rest of the players too. Like, well, you can tell everybody. Everybody's, everybody everybody's will, flustered. Yeah. Paul George is playing like, like a little baby. That's head. what I'm saying. Yeah. Carmelo was airballing three pointers. So yeah. that was like our thing. And then Luke, Luke's yeah, talking Luke about just went off. Luke went off on Russ, and I didn't necessarily think it was fair. Um, no, it even though he tried to support his claim by saying that he's a, a stat stuffer, that he the reason he got MVP without Melo and PG, getting, I think he's getting stat stuffer mixed up with competitiveness. That's just being. Competitive. I think he's getting. I think it was more so recency bias than anything because, of course. I mean, this is the postseason. You're playing two games on the road. I mean. I'm not going to say it's a hostile environment, but the way that the Jazz got the crowd Utah into is, it, I mean... Utah is pretty, pretty hostile. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I wasn't ready to... He called them frauds and said that if they were to play any other team in the Western Conference, they would lose and they would get swept by half of them. I thought it was a bit of an overreaction. Yes, it, 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 it's a definitely a knee-jerk reaction yes. to watching a team lose three games in a row. But this is the Thunder, this was my team to make a run before the playoffs even started. I think this is a lot of people's team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not a team that necessarily flew under the radar, but for a Western Conference that mainly had just Golden State and Houston as the one-two punch and then nobody really after it, um, this was my team. So I'm not going to say that I I didn't count them out. Here they are. Because they could just very well go into Utah and get their asses kicked. Uh, yeah. But Exactly. <laughs> but in reality, I think... If you're Utah, you would have rather just gotten blown out from the start, whatever. This would have been your this. I don't even think this is a bury the a bury the tape kind it's of game. Not? Well, here's the bury the tape kind Donovan of a bury the tape kind of really game is when game. you pl- is when you play just you just you come out flat. This was the Jay Crowder game. Like Jay Crowder was the only one that like was balling. This team was up twenty six. I don't. You could say it's a bury the tape kind of game, I think but it it's is. not. It's not. A better than tape kind of game is a game where you just come out and you're just dead from the get-go. Where you say, you know, guys, we're just going to throw that one behind us. Quinn Snyder's going to tell these guys, hey, we're going to bury that tape. Nobody in that in that locker room is going to bury that tape. Because it is still right here, and I'm pointing to my head right now. So it's not a bury <laughs> the tape kind of game. I honestly think that they feel like, it goes back to the, like the Toronto thing. Like, they feel good at home. And plus, they got one on the road already. We'll see, we'll, won't we? I guess we will. 
<laughs> Good cliffhanger, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be right back. <laughs> 